Good morning. Today is Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. Today is the ninth day of the Jewish month of Teves, Asara Teves. It is a fast day. Today is unique among all of the fast days in the Jewish calendar because there is no clear reason why it is selected as a public fast day for all Jews every single year. There are several events either on or near this date, and we've discussed them before, but none of them by themselves in an obvious way, rises to the level of a clear reason for a fast day like Yom Kippur. We understand why the 10th of Tishrei is Yom Kippur. Tisha B'Av, the 9th of Av, we understand what happened on that day was momentous. And even the other fast days, 17th of Tammuz, we know what happened. It led to the destruction. Tzom Gedalia, we know what happened and for what reason this established, the, the fast was established because Gedalia was assassinated. Even Tinus Esser, which is a little bit complicated, but at least we know what it's about. We know for what event it was established. But the 10th of Teves today even if we consider the list of events that happened all on different years in different eras of Jewish history, there is no obvious connection or theme between them that would seem to indicate why this day is proclaimed as a fast day. We have offered suggestions in the past, but it would require analysis and commentary. It's not obvious. The only one that's not obvious. This day is also unique among the other fast days of the Jewish calendar in that it has added an additional layer of significance and a way to observe it in modern times. In the early days of the State of Israel, Chief Rabbi Yitzchak Halevi Herzog and Chief Rabbi Ben-Zion Uziel, the Ashkenazi Sephardi Chief Rabbis, respectfully, they established the Tenth of Teves, again, in modern times, they established it as the general day of Kaddish and Yardzeit for those victims of the Holocaust whose dates of death are not known. One of the very tragic aspects of the Holocaust is that for many people, who died in the Holocaust, there is no grave to visit. And there is no known day for remembering them, for observing their yard site. 
because so many people were murdered in ways in which there were no survivors. It was simply not known. And this is just one of the ways in which the trauma of the Holocaust continues today for survivors and for the descendants. And so in order to create a day that they could designate as a day for Kaddish and for mourning, the chief rabbis of Israel in the early history of the state of Israel established this date. A few years ago, Rabbi Yisrael Meir Lau met on this date, the 10th of Teves, with a group of teenage Israeli girls to discuss the fast. We have discussed many times Rabbi Yisrael Meir Lau, former chief rabbi of Israel. We've talked about the other positions he has held. We've talked about his biography. He was one of the youngest survivors of the Holocaust. He was eight years old when he was finally saved from Buchenwald at the end of World War II. So, he explained to these younger, young women that this date has been established as the day of General Kaddish, for those who do not know a yard site, for those who passed away in the Holocaust, those whose burial place is not known. And so a young girl asked, and remember, this is a young teenage girl, a religious girl, but living in Israel. She asked a question, which from her point of view is, is, is very obvious. How could such a thing be? How could it be that people die and we don't know what day they died? How could it be that people die we don't know what they're buried? You go to the cemetery, you see the matseva, you see the monument, you know when they, they died, you know where they're buried. In our current experience, this doesn't happen. Yes, rarely once in a while, God forbid the World Trade Center, God forbid some other kind of a trauma, traumatic event but in general, it's unheard of not to know when a, pass, a person passed away, not to know when a person's yard site is, not to know where they're buried. It's not inside our experience. It's a very logical question. And Rabbi Yisrael Merlau explained to them that this is what happened to millions of Jews during the Holocaust. <coughs> because of the way in which it happened, because of the comprehensive nature of what happened, because of the horror and the terror, there are many who perished whose dates of death are not known and whose burial place is not known. For many, there are no graves for them. There are individuals, there are even entire families, entire communities who were completely wiped out with no survivors, no witnesses, and for whom no memory remains. I've shared this in the past. Even today, we are learning more and more about the Holocaust that we never knew before, even today, all these years later. And so this date 
of the tenth of Teves was expanded especially for these holy martyrs to observe Yartite for them, to learn Torah in their memory, and to say Kaddish. Later in this conversation that Rabbi Lau was having with these young women, the situation took a somewhat different turn. We know that it is a practice going back earlier in our history when a Jew is about to pass away. It is a merit near the end of a person's life. A Jew should say the word Shema Yisrael. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. Our belief in one God as the summation of our entire lives and many, many Jews over the centuries, over the millennia, have gone to their deaths saying the words, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Rabbi Yisrael Lau, as a boy, faced death many times. And so one of the girls said to him, Did it ever happen to you that you said Shema Yisrael during the Holocaust where you thought that your life was going to be over and you prepared for the end of your life and you said Shema Yisrael? Now please listen to this answer. Those of you who remember our discussions of Rabbi Yisrael Merlau's biography will be able to relate to this, but even those who don't remember this or don't know about this, please appreciate this. He smiled a very bitter and sad smile to this girl who asked the question. And he said to her, I was two years old when the war broke out. And I was eight years old when it ended. Why do you think that I knew how to say the words Shema Yisrael? Who was going to teach me? The Nazis? The guards? I was a, bit, I was a little child. I was preoccupied with survival. I did not know how to read or write in any language. After the war, again, he was eight years old when the war ended and he survived. After the war, I immigrated to Israel as an orphan. He only had his brother and a few distant relatives. His parents had been killed. The rest of his family had been murdered. At the age of eight, he says, at the time that he survived Buchenwald, I did not know how to open a prayer book, a sitter. I did not know a single Hebrew word. Of course, I never said Shema Yisrael during the Holocaust. But just listen to this for a moment. Here is the man who would one day become the chief rabbi of Israel. And who I certainly consider, many, many of us consider one of the 
outstanding spokespeople of Torah Judaism to the entire world. Look how it is possible to rise and to build oneself and to recreate oneself out of the ruins even of the Holocaust. And then another girl asked him, well, what gave you the strength to be able to do all that? And he said to her, I was motivated by the terrible destruction of our people, but I was inspired by the building and the rehabilitation, the capacity to fulfill our dreams. And there is no greater example, there is no greater symbol of this aspect of the Tenth of Teves than the great revered Rabbi Yisrael Merlau. May he live and be healthy for many, many years to come. My friends, I want to wish you an easy fast and a meaningful day, and I look forward to seeing you soon in person.